So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over And a new one just begun And so this is Christmas What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. Merry effing Christmas. You! Best time of the year is here. Love it. Love Christmas. Gola? Got anything to say about Christmas? I like Christmas. What do you guys say? I'm not a goddamn Scrooge or Grinch like you guys say I am. Just because I don't want to decorate my house in October for Christmas doesn't mean I dislike the freaking holiday. Are you drinking eggnog right now? I'm not. I got water. What? Right now. Do you have anything in that eggnog? Maybe. Maybe a little hint of rum. The way you grimaced. Rummy? The way you grimaced after taking that drink, I'd say you have a lot of rum in there. <laughs> uh, it's. I don't even think I like it. It just is like the season part of it that, eggnog oh no yeah. i like eggnog i like eggnog. it's just too. like one of those things where, like i can have like one glass of it maybe yeah, two that's... and i'm but i'm good like i don't want to drink it like all the time but give me like one one glass of it maybe two and it tick, it scratches my itch for the year i think it i think like 75 percent of the time it gives me a bellyache afterwards too for some that's reason. what i'm nervous but, about like this is yeah. a really small glass yeah yeah um that's what i mean like if you buy like the like the little small pint ones or like whatever like the old curse ones like those aren't too bad but you when you buy like the half gallon jugs or the quart jugs of them or whatever the little small pint ones dude that's all i got what you're saying dude (laughs) yeah it's not they're not pints you know what i'm talking about yeah i got you dude i got you man i think i'm the only one in my family that will have it on christmas morning so i was like i can sneak sneak a glass in tonight uh, for the episode. Nobody else likes it? No, just me. I, I bet Bo would love it. Oh, I don't think there's much he's not going to like, dude. A little <laughs> butterball. Buck, I don't. I feel like I introduced Buckley to it, but like since we didn't have it until like last year, he probably forgot about it, but I just gave him some like two nights ago and he fucking downed it, wanted more of it. So I imagine most kids love eggnog. I, I don't think we've, I'm not sure if we've tried it with rye or not, but we've like noticed recently, like if she just drinks like milk, like whole milk, she's just at her, uh, her innards and uh, her number twos are not in good condition. Maybe she so got a little millage in her. Got a little millage in her. That's what I mean. <clears throat> she, so we've gone to uh, giving her almond milk. She loves that stuff, but. Oh. Yeah, the other stuff we just—I don't know—I just got. Maybe it's just the whole milk stuff too. I, I mean, if there was like two percent or something, maybe it's different. But yeah, so I—I—I'm I, not sure. I'm sure Lynch giving her eggnog at some point, but. Um. So because of Christmas, uh, Shuri, you actually happened to skip a football game this weekend because you went did some Christmas shopping. Was that maybe the best decision of your life? No doubt. It was semi on purpose. Like I, I honestly, I don't know where, where we're going, but I, I just don't have faith in them. Like I, I've been on Bill Belichick since the beginning of the year. 
But I'm out with Bill, man. Like, there's nothing that I want to go see. Like, I don't want my tickets. I just talked to my dad. He was like, do I even want season tickets? Like, do I want to pay? He goes, mm-hmm. I'm paying for season tickets, and I'm not even, like, I don't even want to go. It's a hassle to sell them. Like, I don't I, I don't want to do it, and, and I don't blame him. Neither did, like, this. What do you guys think is- of, like, what, do you, what percentage of the 30 NFL coaches, head coaches right now, in the situation that the the Pats were in final play, would actually run a play there. How many? Well, how many coaches would take a knee in that situation? You think? Well, I see. The the thing that gets me is I have I don't have a problem running a play if you had a quarterback that could throw the ball somewhat near the fucking end zone. Yeah. Like you want to drop back, throw a hail mary. I'm fine with that. But to run a draw, it, just take a knee. It doesn't make it literally doesn't make any sense. None. Like just take a knee and go to overtime. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm I mean, listen, I'm not making excuses. It never should have got to that point because the guy was fucking out of bounds in the end zone too. So if we want to fucking have that conversation, the NFL again, like I don't understand, like whatever. But that guy didn't make the guy with his left foot was out of bounds. So Patriots have been me. absolutely fucked on two touchdowns this year, which maybe cost them each game, which yeah, obviously Minnesota is and- enormous. Um uh, but at the end of the day, this team just doesn't – it's not even close no. to good enough to win games in playoff no. time. It's – no. They're, and, like, the thing is, is I kept them like, oh, they may sneak in. They may, and I really do think if they would have won um, Sunday, I do think they'd get in. Um, but then you look, it's like they're going to go in the seventh seed and they're going to play Buffalo or Kansas City. That wasn't going to end well. No. Do you guys think that Chandler Jones' stiff arm was one of the best you've ever seen? <laughs> I don't even know if it was a stiff arm. It was more like a truck. It was just like uh, pure the Kelsey, the Kelsey truck. boys have the have a podcast that I saw. It. They were laughing about it. They were like making fun of like all the Patriots players about it. And uh, they were saying they they think that Mac Jones was trying to get a roughing the passer call on that dude, the way he fell to the ground. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that was it's just yeah, those are, and I, like I don't know if you guys, I think I sent it to you. The the Patriots radio broadcast. I fucking love Zolak. I think yeah, he's awesome. No, I do too. But he literally like after the play, like like it hell happened. He's like, this is the stupidest team ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally the, the like, um uh, yeah. I don't know. I I for the they're not is like they're not even coached well. Like I watch them and they they make stupid fucking mistakes. Like you can have a smart coach, but I'm telling you right now, like after their coach. There's such a downfall, and I do agree that that Matt Patricia is the worst offensive coordinator to ever coordinate in the NFL. That is pathetic. Um, this team is just uh, like, like they make stupid plays. It's just stupid play after stupid play. Like, what is Stevenson fumbling? And then what is Jacoby Myers doing? Like, what is uh, what what was everyone on that team doing? I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't see. So we were without power. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, not we had power. We were without internet for the majority of Sunday. So I didn't really watch too much of the game, but of course it came back with six minutes left in the game and I was able to watch the end of it, which was whatever. Um, but no, they do. They're constantly like, anytime they have a good, a decent drive and they get down inside somebody's red zone, I swear it's either a turnover or there's a, instantly a fucking holding call. Yeah. And like, and listen, and listen, I'm not a, like, uh, we've been on Mac quite a bit like and i don't really think he's a guy but i want i want to say this and make this clear trent brown 
the guy that he supposedly he liked the fucking thing on Twitter or Instagram about the Patriots trying to bring back Jimmy G or Tom Brady. Trent Brown, you're the one of the biggest fucking problems. He has got to be one of the worst offensive linemen in the league this year. Oh, that guy averages three or four fucking holding penalties a game. It's like you might not even be back. The Patriots be better off cutting his ass because he has been yeah. fucking horrible. So it's like, don't like throw Mac underneath the bus because for whatever reason he's not playing well. You suck too, dude. Like you've been really fucking bad. So I, I just it's ridiculous. I wonder what it's like. Like the people who are out there that that monitor every single goddamn human on earth, and if they like something, they it gets called out. Like it, it blows my mind that the world that we live in now that Trent Brown likes something. He didn't post anything. He likes it, and then like it gets blown up into like an article. Basically, yeah. it's and insane. I, and to I, me. I don't, I don't know, it is, and I, like again, I'm like I'm just nitpicking here with it when I like bringing it up. But it's like it's ridiculous to me sometimes, like that somebody like in his position, it's not like he was like he's done anything to help this fucking team this year either. So it's like, well, maybe, you know what, maybe I want them to bring fucking Shaq Mason back and put him at left tackle. Mm -hmm. Cause you sucked. So fuck off dude. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, and I mean, they're, they're going to finish seven and 10 cause they're not going to win a single one of these games. They're not beating Cincinnati. How is the Patriots only like three point dogs against Cincinnati, four point dogs against Cincinnati. I don't Christmas, give a fuck if you're playing. Yeah. They're Christmas playing Eve magic, dude. Christmas Eve magic. In Cincinnati, too. So. Saint... No, it said New England. That's think, in New England, it? isn't it's it? It's in New England, yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Maybe well, Santa's going to give him a gift, you know? I don't know. Maybe that's why it's three, then. But um, Sure, do you have anything else on the Pats? I got... I mean, I could go off the deep Stevenson. end. But it's, you, Stevenson's it's... a bright spot, isn't it? I mean, they, 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 they awesome. have... Honestly, they have some talented players. Matt Judon's really fucking good. Uh, I think Uche is becoming a budding star. I think Jack Jones has got star potential. I think uh, Marcus Jones is an absolute gamer. Um, I think Tyquan Thornton can play. Like I think, I think they have guys that can play. I just don't have faith in the coach. Like the coaching's worse than the players, in my opinion. Honestly, yeah. Um, And then then it's it's like the most like basic. Shit is like they, there's nothing fancy. There's nothing fun about this offense. There's nothing creative. Like I watch uh, San Francisco and I'm like, they get so creative on how guys get the ball. And I'm like, that is awesome. And ours is like, literally, if you went to a middle school football game and then you went to this game, there's nothing different. There's no fancy plays. It's 10 yards in cut. Or if he's outside the numbers, it's, all he can do is run the hitch or the go. It's like, it's so fucking basic vanilla. And uh, I don't know. There were, there was, I think I watched the first series of the game and I saw some, I can't even remember what it was, but I saw something. And that's when I said, let's, I'm getting the fuck out of the house. This is so bad. You I'm out. I, and I wish I could say it. And I wish I could remember what it was. Cause I would like, I remember it was like, what are I, we doing? I think I remember goal even asked like what happened or something. And you like, I just don't like the way oh. the, it looks or something. They had the ball on the goal line and it was like first down from the four. They ran it to the two. Then they brought in Marcus Jones at running back. Their cornerback was playing running back when Stevenson's there. And then they got a play that they actually liked and Belichick runs on the field, calls a timeout, wide open touchdown, caught it, but no play timeout. Then they come out. 
throw one away. Mac Jones misses because he sucks. And then they, like, still, we're on the one, remember? We're still on the fucking one. They have to call another timeout because they didn't get the playing in time. And then they run a play. They miss it. Then they have a false start on fourth and one when they were going to go for a touchdown, and they end up kicking a fucking field goal. It was like, this is like what I crucified Brandon Staley for for the charge for the Chargers as a head coach. This is what we make fun of, like, the coach from the Broncos and, like, all these idiot coaches. This is what we make fun of him for. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick is that fucking guy without Tom Brady. Yeah. He really is. I mean, Brady's not very good without Belichick either, though. Or 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 a great coach. He's a, he was good with Arians, but he's pretty bad with Bulls. He's pretty bad. I'm just All right, so, you know, listen. I, so, with that being said, it's kind of a perfect segue. You, Belichick. So, you've been on Belichick's dick. I've been a little more of a uh, Belichick stand and kind of uh, defending him. But So, this is my little my little thing here for you, Shory. It's uh, if the Patriots were to move on from Belichick, okay? I got yeah. seven names down here, written down. Perfect. I'm going to run through them. I want your thoughts. And I broke it up into three. So I have obvious candidates. I think these are three guys that would be obvious fits, if whatever. And then there's um, four others that maybe a little bit outside the box, maybe a little different. So the first one, I think it's obvious, Bill O'Brien. They bring him back. Not as DOC as a head coach. <clears throat> I think Kraft's very fond of him. And I think there's I, – I read a report the other day that they believe that there's a chance that that O'Brien could be the built Belichick's replacement um, when that time comes. So that's one guy. I don't really, I think that if they're going to keep Mac there, they need to move with an offensive coach, but this next guy is not offensive coach is Gerard Mayo. Don't really know what his role is with the team. He's obviously not the defensive coordinator, but I think he's a well-respected guy. He's a presence in the locker room, different voice, internal guy, Maybe that's the way Kraft would go. This one's a little bit outside the box, a little bit, but he's a former Patriot, one of the better coaches in the NFL. What would it take for the Patriots to trade for Vrabel? How much would they have to give up? Would they give it up to get Vrabel back to New England as a Patriots head coach to replace Belichick? All right. But the next four are guys that are outside the thing. I'm going to start with, he, he's one of the better coaches in the NFL for years. He's out of coaching right now, but Sean Payton, offensive-minded guy. Um, not really sure he'd want to come to New England. I think he's still eyeing the Dallas job, and as soon as Mike McCarthy fucks up, I think that's where he's going to be. But Payton's – I think he's a guy that you know what you're getting. You could probably hit the ground running a little bit quicker with him. Um, next two are offensive coordinators, probably – their OCs are the two of the best offenses in the league. That's Ken Dorsey in Buffalo. He's fairly new OC, but he's been working with Allen. That that offense is creative as all fucking hell. Um, so Dorsey, could he unlock Max potential? Next one, everybody. This is another guy that everybody talks about every single year. He should be up for a head coaching job, but he never seems to leave Kansas City. And that's because I think he's got Mahomes. And that's Eric Bieniemy. It's like, why would I want to go? be a head coach and have to deal with Mac Jones where I could just be the OC for Mahomes under Reed. So him, and this one I think is a little outside the box, a little bit more. It didn't work out in the NFL really the first time, but he's from New England. He's a New England native, Chip Kelly, coming back to the NFL, taking over the Patriots. 
obviously he's an offensive innovator. Like the way, like his like hurry up shit that he did at Oregon kind of revolutionized a lot of offenses and not just college in the NFL. Um, so he's in, but he's a New England guy. I think born and raised in uh, New Hampshire, Manchester, something like that. Coached at UNH. Would Chip Kelly come back? Would the Patriots even be interested? But those are the seven guys I come up with. Perfect. Uh, out of the seven, <clears throat> I have a couple favorites. But I'm going to start with Bill O'Brien. Uh, I, I went through one through ten, what I would think if, I, if they came back. I'm not a Bill O'Brien guy. I'm not even a Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator guy. Um, okay. I just think he's just a little old school. And um, he really had some superstars at quarterback when he was good. Uh, Deshaun Watson at the time was in his prime, was unbelievable, and yeah. Tom Brady. So, um, and he had Randy Moss, Wes Welker. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, Gronk, like that was a hell of an offense with the Pats, like probably the best one ever assembled. So I'm a 1.8 on Bill O'Brien. Uh, Mike Vrabel, I think the the trade offer would have to be enormous. Um, because I do think he's probably a top five guy. I think it'd probably be at least so, a first round pick. So, so it interests me. Would it be two firsts? Would it be a yeah, first I think and two. a second? You know, two something firsts. like that. And that doesn't interest me. That puts you back too far behind. Gruden got traded in 2002 to the Bucks for two first-round picks and $8 million cash. As yeah, a, so it's probably even more than that. You're right. Yeah. So that doesn't interest me. Just because I mean, the, the coach himself interests me, but the price yeah. doesn't. Um, Sean Payton is my second highest. He's an eight. Uh, I like Sean Payton a lot. I think that, obviously, the creativeness is where he'll kill you. Um, and he's also really good at putting good staff around him. Um, so who's, in players who are you talking about right now? Sean, Sean Payton. Yep. Uh, Dorsey is for me, a negative seven. Um, <laughs> I have zero interest. I actually think Buffalo's offense okay. has taken a step back this year. And I think Dorsey okay. is the main reason why. And he calls a ton of fucking run plays for, um, Josh Allen, which I think is the dumbest offensive coordinator in the world. Like it, it, they should happen through natural because he's so good, but do not put that fucking guy in, in, a target to get hurt. He's just too good. So, and the offense just hasn't been as good as last year. So I'm not a, a huge Dorsey guy. Uh, Biamini, whatever, how do you say his name? Negative 25. I have zero interest again. I think that's mostly Andy Reed. I think Andy Reed has had some guys that come out of his system that are good, but uh, I just think Andy Reed, and I think a lot of it has to do with the players coming up um, with these players. I just don't trust it. Something, something's not, not right there. And I don't want to be the team to like put that guy on my, in charge and i don't think it's gonna work chip kelly i like i'd give him i'd say like a solid three three point five there's interest i think um and when he really fell for the eagles is when he tried to take over as the gm to get his guys and he went all pack 12 so if you can get a really good gm to play with him uh i think that there is but that guy is a golden ticket right now in the ncaa like i think he'll bring yeah. ucla back up to the top so my number one guy, though, is Gerard Mayo. Like, I know this is weird that he's in-house, um, but Gerard Mayo is a guy that I've never heard someone talk bad about, and it doesn't mean that he can't. Like, I watch him where he'll get on players, and he just has that stone-cold face of a killer, like kind of like Vrabel, where Vrabel's not a super creative guy in what he does on offense it's like he brings in good guys and they run what they're like good with and i think that 
Mayo is the kind of guy like, hey, I want you to come here. I want to run the ball 60% of the time, but I want to be creative about how we fucking do it. And I want to be a really good defense. Uh, and we'll, you know, and whatever he draws up, I think will be good. But I like Mayo a lot. Um, I also love the guy. Oh, my God. The, the other um, black coach that Miami just got rid of. Oh, and he's suing um, the NFL. Yeah. Brian Flores. Brian Flores, man. I, lo- I love Reflow. him as a head coach, too. So yeah. there's a couple guys that I really like. I don't, I don't think it has to be like the super creative offensive guy as your head coach. It's going to be someone that demands the locker room and he brings in that young guy or like three or four young guys like <clears throat> McVay and Shanahan. Like They were all in a locker room together at one point as coaches. LaFleur. Like, LaFleur, too, yeah. Yeah, like LaFleur. these guys were all Kevin in O'Connell. a locker room. Because of a good coach saw bright minds and said, let's put these guys in, in minds. But Bill doesn't bring anybody in. No, we try everything like a house. ball boy for 30 years to try to get a fucking spot. Yeah, that is the one thing. Like, I think that worked out for years for the Patriots. But that is one thing like now I, I really dislike. Like, I, I, I understand giving guys that, that really grinded it out with you for years, like an opportunity to be an OC, DC, special teams guy, whatever it is. But it's like at some point, like you need to like do what's best for the team and like get an outside guy in here, like give like a different set of eyes on shit. And it's not the same stuff over and over again. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't I, I don't I don't like that part of it about as far as Belichick goes. That would be awfully hard to do, though, is fire Bill and be like, hey, see you later, Bill, Flores. I mean, uh, Mayo, put your team together as the. As somebody who's already in house, because usually like they come in and clean house, you know, if right. Bill gets fired, he's going somewhere and he's going to like bring a lot of his guys. And then Mayo's going to jockey back and forth on who he can try to keep. So, right. uh, but who, who, who on that Patriot staff would you really want to keep? I, I would, like, I'm keep, saying like, like you probably, yeah. Like, uh, keep Mayo. Yeah. Mayo. And then I would keep, what's his name? But I move the, quarterback coach and move him to fucking back to special teams oh um yeah i don't know my brain's not working it's it's the hot the eggnog's getting into it but you know (laughs) i'm all worked up about it i just like there's so there's so many issues with this this team right now especially where the coaches are there's just there's not enough of them they have way less uh bill's paid like double the next highest coach like this is a it's a shit show there's no gm like he's just bringing in his own guys. Like I don't know. There's a lot of holes. Well, speaking of holes, we get a little holiday Christmas wish list here that I spun up for you guys. Yes. I'm gonna do. Th- I'm gonna go through five different scenarios, and there's gonna be two people in each scenario. You have to pick which is between those. Okay. And this is yep. just like you're adding to the roster. We're not trading anyone away. You're just adding to the roster. Who fits better, basically, with the team that you already have going, right? All right. Yep. All right. First one. 28-year-old Jared Goff, so you still got Mac Jones in the roster, but you're adding Jared Goff to it, or Amonra St. Brown, 23. St. Brown. You'd rather have Mac Jones thrown to St. Brown yeah. or you'd rather have Goff thrown to the guys they have now? No, I'd rather have Mac, I'd rather have Mac throw into St. Brown because yeah. I don't think Mac's like a superstar, but I think like him and Goff are similar, but with a with a – the offense that we have, man, it is so vanilla. Like, mm-hmm. give Mac a chance to like have some creative, yeah. like create some stuff. So where St. Brown is maybe a top ten wide receiver of the NFL right now. He's young too, obviously twenty three. Right. So, yeah. right. 
All right. And one more quarterback I'll go over. 31-year-old Derek Carr or a guy we've talked about, offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Um, Derek Carr. Carr. You'd, ra- you'd rather roll with Carr. No, no, and, no, 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 no. Yeah, Patricia. No, give me, no, give me, no, give me fucking Mac the and enemy. Yeah. Oh, whoa, I would take the enemy too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Anything no. over Patricia. Yeah, right. no, my bad. Yeah, okay. Anything over Patricia. It's funny too, because I think like Derek Carr is a lot better than Mac is, but yeah. that just no, shows yeah. you how bad Patricia is. That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't know. Like, no. I am very, like, I'm not 100% sure. Like, if you put Mahomes on the Patriots, that this offense hums. Yeah. I really don't. I like it's that fucking bad. Okay. Uh, I didn't do a lot of research and I don't know a ton about the Patriots, so I don't even know if this is Phil's holes or whatnot. But we're going defensive here. Defensive tackle 25 year old Quinnen Williams or 26 year old safety Minka Fitzpatrick? Quinnen Williams. I just think when you have a guy that's that disruptive from like the nose tackle, defensive tackle position, it just frees so much stuff up. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, Mink, is, Mink is a stud, but I want a guy that's in the trenches that can – it's going to probably take a double team every single time he, he's, he's on the field. So, yeah. give me Quinton Williams. I like Quinton Williams more, but, like, for the Patriots' needs, it's probably Minka because mm-hmm. McCourty's going to move on. McCourty's 30-something years old. Eventually, you got to move on from him, and he plays that free safety. So – yeah, I, I, I look at Quentin like this. Williams Could you imagine how, how nasty is, the Patriots front seven would be? Yeah, with Judon and Barmore and actually him. looked pretty decent. I know he didn't have like that many big, big, big plays, but like I saw the burst on him. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm still taking Quentin Williams actually myself too. I just, I, I, before the end, beginning of the year, I said Megan Fitzpatrick was the most overrated player in the NFL, and I stand by that he's overrated. So I'm not, I can't take him. He's having a decent year. I think he's up there, he's like second still, interceptions on the year. I'm also shocked that he's only 26. I feel like he's been in the league for fucking 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he played like three years at Miami, and I feel like this is like his third year there too. All right, we're going some older guys here. These guys are towards the end of their career, but both are still pretty nasty. Uh, possibly the best offensive lineman in the league, 34-year-old Trent Williams, left tackle, or uh, 33-year-old safety Harrison Smith, going both sides of the ball. Would you rather Trent lineman Williams. or safety? Trent. Trent yeah. Williams, he is a fucking monster, dude. He's yeah. so fucking good. I love Harrison Smith, too. He's got a soft spot in my heart, Notre Dame guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Patriots desperately need some help on the offensive line. Uh, Harrison Smith is, like, the guy, the creative player from Madden from every kid mm-hmm. when you were little. Like, you had the arm, <laughs> arm sleeves you pull up, the visor, the visor. Like all the, the paint on your face. Like, that's Harrison Smith, like cut shredded but um and the token white guy on the field so but trent williams is i think if you can get three good years of a left tackle that would be a i mean the best left tackle in football too all right and the last one we got here i tried to be a little different on this one we got uh possibly the best kicker ever justin tucker he's 33 years old so he's probably still has like 10 years left the way kickers go Mm -hmm. uh or kyle shanahan oh kyle shanahan kyle shanahan (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, I, Jesus! I got a, I got a fucking boner. Yeah, I gotta, listen, Jesus man. Christ! I that love guy. Belichick. I love Belichick, but you want to play? I, I will. 
gladly fire Belichick right but now. Listen, but listen, but the way I worded this all was that you don't trade anything away, so you keep your team as is. So that means that Belichick and Shanahan have to coexist together. That's fine. Bell just fucking eat bananas on the fucking bench. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and actually, like, as good as Tucker is, like, Nick Folk's been actually pretty goddamn good for the Patriots the last three years. Yeah, I looked at I the mean, stats, and it was pretty good so this year. Consistent. Yeah. He's yeah, yeah. like, I mean, he's not going to like kick you. He's not kicking a 65 plus yeah. yarder. To fucking yeah. Wow, yeah. All right. Maybe those will all happen and you guys will just be back to your fucking oh, that was your happy days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it won't happen. They'll be fucking, we'll be stuck with, you know, Matt, Matt made some, Matt Patricia did okay. Um, Things that you guys might see as the media aren't the same things that we call. And like, there might've been a play missed by the player. Um, and, and if they ran the right route or they made the right block, that play would have worked out. So I think Matt really actually deserves a raise this year. So I'm going to, I'm going to announce him as the offensive coordinator, assistant coach and, um, future head coach of the new England Patriots. That's what I'm going to hear. From fucking Bill. All right, let's talk about some other games. I feel like this week in the NFL, we I think earlier in the year, maybe like week one or two, there was some crazy games. But this week, there was like so many insane finishes, I feel like. I'll just run down a few of them. We can talk about them after. But so like Vikings, obviously, first one on the list. Awesome Vikings, fucking game. Biggest comeback oh ever, right? Insane. Kev, we're not going to talk about the tags? I did. I said, Call them I, frauds? <laughs> dude, they... They're, they they're, are frauds. They're eleven and three. Frauds? They're eleven and three, and their point differential is plus two. So I mean, it's insane how fucking much of a fraud this team is. And at the end of the day, they beat the Colts, right? They didn't fucking come back thirty-three points down I, by like a decent team. The Colts. The biggest suck. fraud is Jeff Saturday. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just gotta. Did you got? I gotta. T- Teddy Bruschi sent out a text at halftime, and he was like, "Jim Ursay Ursay is." Wanted the man, and he got a guy who would grow into being a coach. And I think he did a great job at making this pick. And then someone tweeted back at the end of the game was like, how'd that go? How'd that tweet work out for you? And and Teddy Bruschi just wrote, not good. (laughs) I was fucking losing it. Uh Another game on Saturday, and I thought it was insane. Bills Dolphins, like that game was fucking yep. everything that was it, it should have been basically. Like it was awesome, and it even ended with like snow like being on the field at the end of the game. And I know Fagol loves that kind of shit. So I was like, KG but, fucking hated it, turned it off. Well, it was high scoring. It was over sixty points total in the game, and so Jesus you, Christ, you it like visually looks snow. appealing. It yeah, so it was cool. Um, the Lions, Jets, Lions had a huge play towards the end of the game, like a 50 or 60-yard touchdown pass to win that game by three. That was awesome. Uh, Jaguars beating the Cowboys in overtime on an interception uh, pick six. That was yep. incredible. Uh, a game that no one expected to be good but ended up being good was Chiefs-Texans went to overtime. That was yep. – Chiefs ended up winning that one. And then, obviously, the Patriots, the Raiders, like that – no other game could finish crazier than that game. So, yeah. I just no. think overall, like this week's – like. The ending of like five, six games was like. I think the Commanders and I didn't watch it on Monday Night Football. Um, oh, we yep. were doing something, but Commanders Giants I think came down to like a really controversial, like 
they threw a flag when the player was like Terry McLaurin and he like asked the ref if he was good. He said he was good and then still threw the flag and then took away the touchdown. Kind of crazy. And they missed a really bad like pass interference call in the end zone too on McLaurin too, wasn't it? I didn't didn't see see it. I just saw read that. Um, yeah, I don't think it was a great week in the NFL for the refs because they was at and then they had the situation in the uh, was it the Vikings Colts game where they blew the play dead and the ball was like on the on the field and the guy like picked it up ran it back for a touchdown from the Vikings. But um, I'm not sure. real yeah. real quick, I want to touch base on this. Um, you brought up the fucking Lions. They're seven and seven now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their last three games at Carolina winnable home against the bears winnable at green bay i mean it's not unrealistic to think that the the uh, the lions run the table and finish 10 and 7 yeah I and mean, they're only a half game out too behind the commanders so and it's crazy i was looking at this earlier so so they're 10 and 7 right they started off 1 and 6 just completely atrocious they lost week one to Philly by three points, week three to Minnesota by four, week four to Seattle by three, somehow got blown out by 29 against the Patriots. Who fucking knows? Lost by <laughs> lost know. to Dallas by 18, lost to Miami by four, and lost to Buffalo by three. They and that Buffalo game, they had them on Thanksgiving, they had them right down. I mean, this it's crazy. They've been in almost every single game they played in this year, except for two of them. It's and I'll tell you one thing, like you can tell, like you see like the post-game stuff of the Lions locker room and shit, those guys will run through a fucking brick wall for Campbell. Yeah, Campbell seems awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, so the here we go. So Eagles 13 and 1. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the top uh five teams. Let's do the top five teams point differentials. Eagles plus one forty three, Bills plus one thirty five, Chiefs plus ninety two. I'm gonna skip a team. 49ers plus 128, and then the Vikings are plus two. Like, they don't fucking belong. <laughs> they just don't belong in that conversation as being one of the best well, teams in the league. You know who else is, is really bad for, like, a team that everybody – and they sat in the fade a little bit? But the Dolphins. The Dolphins' point differential is one. Yeah. I mean, their offense is good, but their defense is fucking horrible, too. It's uh, home and away. I think they have a really, really, really bad defense away, and it's actually really good home. So they're five and one at home and three and five on the road. So you're probably right, Troy. So, so let's say this Dolphins Patriots is not this week, next week. If Pats win that game, most likely the Pats might sneak past the Dolphins, right? To get into the playoff spot or, you know, get ahead of them. If that happens, could the Tyreek Hill punching a guy on the sideline happen? Ooh, that's still in play. That could like, be if they crumble towards the end of the year, like, they lose the Pats. I don't know who else they play, but they lose another one. They got Packers, um, Packers, oh, Pats, Jets. Yeah, they could those lose all those. Able, well, fuck yeah. And that is punchable. That's mm-hmm. some, <laughs> that is punchable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is punchable. I don't even know if I would – I think that Tua might not be the target, and he just punches his head coach right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'd be fantastic. And the oh, owner yeah, yeah. of the Dolphins would be like, it wasn't Tyreek's fault. It was Mike McDaniel's fault. Let's get him out. They'll they'll yeah. defend the player. Man. Um 
Does a team in the NFC South win that division with a 500 record or no. better? Or no. is it going to be under 500? So there's so the Bucks are six and eight. The other three teams are five and seven, uh, five and nine. Like Unreal. how insane is it that you could be five and nine after 14 weeks, and you're a game right out, there. and you're a game out of the playoffs? Yeah. And, and you, you just run down through the the, the fucking their stats. They're combined like, what's I mean, rough numbers, 40, 80, 140 point differential, like to the negative as combined. They're also five and 20 on the road as a division. It's not good, man. <laughs> I think, well, I think at the beginning of the year, we all thought that it was going to be three awful, awful teams and the Bucks were going to be like 11 and five, right? We yeah. thought that or 11 and whatever it is, 11 and six, whatever it is now. Yeah. But the Bucks just suck. And so now it just makes that division look even more trash. But I think at the beginning of the year, we thought this division was going to be trash anyways. But it's just, it's like a fucking dumpster fire. It's really? bad. And the shitty part is like, they're going to get a home, someone's yeah. going to get a home playoff play game. I guess the Cowboys yeah. most likely, yeah. And if you're the Cowboys, like I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to Tampa Bay. No, no. Like uh, Dax resume against Tom Brady. So like <laughs> that's that's not a game that I want to go play. Yeah, I mean, I I like yeah, no. the all divisions get a, a bid. I like that, but I I think Tampa should get the fucking seven seed. Yes. Yep. And yeah, going to Tampa too. It's like you like you said, you're going on the road. You look, it's Brady. He's still got plenty of weapons, and Tampa's defense isn't bad. So it's like it's 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 certainly a spot where, and I I'd be willing to bet. Part of me thinks if that game happens, Tampa's gonna be favored. Yeah. Even if even if they're eating their eight and nine or fucking seven and ten, I still think they would be. Speaking of being favored, one that I saw that was uh, I don't know if it's surprising, but uh, was the Cowboys Eagles this week. Oh, it's come down a little bit, but. Uh, Cowboys favored by five. Not often that a team's Jaylen 13 Hurts. and one. Jalen Hurts is out. Oh, is he out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm, he's yeah. He's out. That's why. That's why. Okay. Um, I Minshew. Which, listen, the Eagles, as good as the Eagles are, Gardner Minshew could win them a game. I think. I mean, he's not like he's horrible. He's not a terrible backup. So. Um, I'm not sure. I wouldn't take Gardner Minshew on the Pats to be the starter. I'm serious. It brings some swag, but no, dude. But it doesn't That's see th- what they need. none of this matters on who we have. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's the OC. That's that's true. Like that's where the that's where the problem lies. Yeah, I agree. I'll take it's, that back. This is such a weird weekend coming up because like Christmas falls on a Sunday, so there's only three games on on Sunday, which is weird for NFL. I love the fact that they're all on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I I do too. I think that's why college football is so awesome because it's like all on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, it's it's just odd looking at the schedule and seeing three on Sunday. I think yeah, I know it is. I wanted to update everybody that Jack is the ultimate loser of our league. Uh, oh, so I'm really hoping for the um, Roger Goodell clown face tattoo to be part of this punishment. Um. Wait. Oh, you could. They're not doing the toilet bowl. It already happened. It was this week. Oh, I thought it was uh, the week of the championship. No, it's the first week of playoffs. Oh, I didn't realize so, that. Yeah, give me out a big, big uh, Saturday night out of Josh Allen and really put 
Put nice, the dude. Jack. He also had Jonathan Taylor, who had one play and then got injured. What um, a fucking letdown of a season for him, huh? Yeah, he started 2-0, and oh, and he never won a game since. No, so. I mean Jonathan Ooh. Taylor. I mean Jonathan oh, Taylor. Jack, too. Yeah. Jonathan rough, Taylor dude. was a letdown. Yeah. Um. So that's uh the 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 um I want to really push the clown nose to be like his butthole to be the 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 actual clown nose. <laughs> so <laughs> the amount of pain to go through that tattoo is gonna be. Uh, he would probably like he would probably he'd probably want to get that tattoo anyways without even being a punishment dude. Yeah, he's the one who has the tattoo of send it on his lip. So yeah. Uh, Probably. Oh, it's so ridiculous. But I don't know. Um, I feel like there's not a ton of like good games this week. Obviously, like Eagles Cowboys would be good, but it, now that I find out that Hurts is out, that's kind of sucks. But I don't know if there's anything even like to like, to talk about. No, I I looked at it real quick. I didn't think there was anything. I mean, though, like you gotta. I would imagine uh, Amazon. Um, when they looked ahead to week 16 and they said they had the Jets and Jags, they were probably like, God, what the fuck? Mm. We have to deal with that shit. That's but actually, that, that's probably not yep. going to be a bad game tomorrow. Night. Uh, the Jags are starting to play better. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence might be the best quarterback in football over the, like, the last six or seven weeks. His yep. stats are absurd, and he's been unbelievable. So uh, it's fun to watch him be, be the guy um, that, that we thought he was. And it's funny that people said – you know, before the year, like, are you sure you'd take Trevor Lawrence over Mac Jones? It's like, and I was one of them guys. So, um, clearly, clearly Trevor Lawrence is who we thought he was like that guy can play. Yeah. Um, I said this last night to show dog, but the amount of money, I think everyone knows how much money the NFL has, but the talks of, uh, NFL red, uh, red zone. Was no, it? um, NFL ticket. Yeah, the ticket yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That moving to YouTube TV, and they're they're talking about like two and a half billion dollars per season that Google would be paying the NFL to like have those rights. It's insane. Like, think about that. A a NBA team sells for two billion. Yeah. And a fucking year of showing rights, games. Yeah. Rights to show the games on so, your on your channel. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, how much is a bill gonna go up for that? Yeah, right. YouTube TV all of a sudden is growing. Oh my God, unless yeah, it's right. unless it's like a uh, premium thing you have to pay extra for. Oh, that could be up, maybe. Uh, I could see some people bitch about that and. Uh, well, like sixty-five. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like sixty-five bucks, and then it'll go up to like a hundred and forty or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pay. It's like the fucking. It'd be like just we, like the freaking Red Sox ownership. Oh, we gotta have high concessions so we can fucking put a good team on the field. Gotta but pay we for it somehow. <laughs> We got to fucking make moves like sound like Nico Goodrum today. That's a real fucking blockbuster deal. He's he's really good. Stud. Um, stud, stud, stud. Is there anything else about football? I don't know if there's any. Um, I haven't even looked at college because like, I don't really give a shit. Until no, for the next year, week. New Year's six, right? So, yeah. Next year. I mean, yeah. next week. Yeah. We'll talk about we'll um, on that. Sure. Are you worried about your Celtics at all? They have lost four of their last five. They lost tonight by five. They were down by 28 at the half tonight. They lost um, some magic back-to-back games, right? Lost to the Pacers yep. tonight only at by five. Back. I think every NBA team goes through spurts where they, you know, kind of have lulls. But, like, are you worried at all? Zero. 
They're no, no longer I'm the not, number one team in the in the East. Yeah. The Bucks have now passed them. That that doesn't bother me. I, I'm not worried at all because number one, I think Missoula and Brad Stevens are doing it right. Like they're they're giving people a ton of rest. Like like I know Jason Tatum sat last game. Smart sat this game. I'm sure Jalen Brown's due for a sit. Like, and you know what? They're just not shooting well right now, and that's fine. Like if they're not shooting well right now, you have to go through these ups and downs. So you're better in the playoffs. Like you're not gonna have you're not gonna be the best. Shoot. Like they were they were setting records for points per game and like setting records for offensive efficiency and three point shooting. They were shooting over forty percent. Like if that goes good all year and then it comes playoff games and you're not doing that, you're gonna struggle. Like that you're not you gotta find different ways to win and like like you gotta go through these ups and downs. I'm not I'm not worried about in the I mean Christ this time last year they had more losses than they had wins. You know yeah. so I'm I'm really not uh, and that I just think that the the core of this team is so good. It's, it just doesn't worry me. Yeah. I uh, I want to see him win. Don't get me wrong. But Yeah, I don't watch him, like, ever. You know, most times I'll, I'll watch Celtics' as playoff time. So I don't really, like, know if the team's playing well type deal. I just, all I basically see is the final scores and, like, the standings right. and whatnot. But um, I think every team goes through these kind of lulls, like where they just like have a rough stretch. And then next thing you know, the Celtics are going to rattle off probably like seven in a row and all will be, all will be right in the world. You know, the best team ever was probably golden state when they tied the NFL record. Right. And, and, and NFL, when they tied the NBA record for wins and like, they didn't win a championship that year. So it was like all for nothing. The best Patriots team ever was Oh seven. They went undefeated and lost the Super Bowl. Like, you got to go through these ups and downs and that's okay. It's okay to like, I gotta, and, and I, I say that now. And when I watch them, I'm sitting there swearing and, and yelling at a storm, like a shit storm of mm-hmm. like in my living room, like, why are you not doing this? Do that. Why didn't they do? But like in reality, it's okay. Yeah. It's just, it's not even January yet. The Warriors did have the best record in the NBA. Yeah. They broke the bulls by one 73 and nine. I think oh, so. There you go. But yeah. All, all, all for nothing. All for nothing, right. They're no longer – like, at that point when the season ended, everyone was like, this is the best team ever. And then they don't win the championship, and now it's instantly not even close to the best team Can't ever. Can't even put right? them on it. Right. They're not even close <clears throat> to the list. Yeah. You just never know sometimes. Do you guys want to speak anything about baseball in the n- number of dollar signs that are being spent this offseason? Steve I just, Cohen is Yeah, that's all I was going to awesome. say, too. Love him. Go Mets, go. Yeah. The other owners in baseball have to fucking hate them. <laughs> do You're they right. do? Do they do revenue sharing? What's the luxury tax go yeah. to? Is that luxury tax go to like the smaller I teams? I don't know. They do revenue sharing in baseball. So. It probably so they goes pro- they to probably promoting love their players, him, don't they? He's <clears throat> what's that? Oh, the, what's the revenue sharing based on? Like the amount of tickets that are sold throughout the year? I'm I'm guessing that stuff, TV deals, regional TV networks. I'm guessing it's all of it. Yeah, I wonder what the luxury. I wonder if the luxury Carol. tax money goes to. I don't know. Curious. Yeah. Um, the, his luxury tax bill is more than like, was it 10 or 11 franchises payroll? Oh, it's got to be more than that now, right? It's oh, up to 115 I, I thought it was 10 or 11 teams or something like that. That's insane. Yeah. I was, I was saying to Gola earlier before Shuri hopped on that, um, like, I love it. I think it's so awesome that he's doing this because, like, 
I grew up like loving the Yankees and like that's what Steinbrenner did. He just fucking bought teams. But it doesn't necessarily mean the Mets are gonna win. Like looking at looking at the Mets roster, that it doesn't look that scary to me. You know what I mean? Like especially since like Verlander's fucking forty seven years old and Scherzer's like sixty three years old. So it's like they're they're like one hangnail away from like being on the DL for like fucking two weeks. But their their lineup doesn't look that scary to me. Like I'm not really like that big on Lindor and I'm not big on Correa, but still, I love that he's doing this because I think it pushes the Yankees to want to like spend more. Um, Hal Steinbrenner has come out and said that like, they're not done this off season. Like they want to like go out and like buy some more players. So I love it, dude. I, I love the Mets fucking Yankees. I hope they have this like spending rivalry. Cause I want to see it. So we'll see. I don't know even know what big names are left out there, but there's not, there's like, I think some of the bigger names left right now are like Nathan Avaldi, Michael Conforto. Conforto, yeah. Um, I, not I, a lot. I mean, I like Avaldi. I just didn't like him as like the Sox number one starter. Right. Yeah. No, I think Avaldi. I like Avaldi yeah. too. I, yeah. I mean, if he's your like number three guy, you're more than happy with that. Yeah. Plus, he's a guy that like knows his role. Like, even if he gets blown up in the first couple of innings, like. He's not somebody that like he's somebody you can roll out there for the next four and just try to get you through it and save your bullpen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he can throw both out of the bullpen and start. Like he's good at that too. No, I like Evaldi too for that that kind of role. What do you guys think? Like the the San Francisco Giants are feeling like right now. Like so, like they went into this offseason saying like we're not going to be outbid on Aaron Judge. They they came out and said that, and then obviously the reports came out that they signed Judge and like that was false, and then Yankees end up signing. And they him, right? weren't really right. What's like that? They offered. No, they weren't the really outbid. They, oh, they offered weren't? Judge more. I thought they offered Judge more money than the Yankees, but the Yankees just added the was it the tenth year or the ninth, whatever it was. I'm so not I sure. brought it a little bit closer. I thought they actually offered more money for Judge, but he took. It was yeah. like yeah, whatever. But yeah, but yeah. Yeah. and then I mean, and then they they had an agreement with Correa for uh, signing him, and then. They looked at his medicals a little deeper and they didn't like something they saw. So then like kind of backed out of the deal. And then within hours, that seemed like overnight last night, that's like when Cohen made the big splash. So it's like, arguably, I don't know. I can't, maybe I'm missing some guys, but like obviously judge was the number one guy in the free agent market. Correa was right up there considering his age and like the giants had them both basically. It seemed like, and then they have yeah. no one, they have like, I don't even know if the Giants signed anyone this, this off season. No, no, and it's like because like it seems like they put all their eggs in two in two baskets and then uh, yeah when the, when the, when when they got stolen there or whatever it's like what else are, now what are you gonna do because there's not a hell of a lot left no the yeah. cupboards are getting pretty bare it's rough it is rough um one other thing I want to talk about because I uh, I just think it's huge is like the World Cup uh. I'm not a huge soccer fan. I watched you when the United States played. Once they lost, I stopped watching them. I mean, I stopped watching the World Cup altogether. But um, this last gold medal game was on Sunday morning at like 10 a.m. And I'm like, we're just hanging around the house doing nothing. So I'm like, I'll turn it on. And it literally turned out to be like the greatest soccer match I feel like you could ever, you could ever script, right? Like, yeah. With like Messi like trying to find his first gold in like the in the World Cup and then friggin' Mbappe who's like just absurd. The guy's probably really the best is. soccer player in the world right now. 
it was like this those two guys like those two superstars going back and forth each other it was like it was like so cool to see um i think if someone was going to watch soccer for the first time ever and like that was the game they watched they would be sort like very disappointed with how soccer really is because it's not that exciting <laughs> but that game was well, that the, game was incredible it was nuts um the only thing is like and i think i we were texting in a group chat uh sunday when we were watching it and I hate, I don't, I don't say hate, I, and I'm, I'm never going to watch that much soccer because re- so it really doesn't truly matter, but I don't like the 15 minutes of extra time, 15 minutes of extra time, then PKs if it's tied after that, like mm-hmm. give me it's sudden death. We're, we're rolling until somebody fucking scores a goal. Yeah. Isn't, doesn't sudden, NHL do that? NHL just goes just straight up overtime, overtime, overtime in playoffs, right? It, yeah, in in the playoffs, yeah. Regular yeah. season, they do, they do five minutes, three on three, then shootout. Right. But in the over in in the over uh, yeah playoffs, it's fucking sudden death all the time. Just just keep doing yeah. periods. And yeah. I think it was like a few years ago when they did the bubble. Um, they had a game when it, the game it went into four overtimes. It was hmm. like they played two games and the game ended sometime in the fourth overtime. Um, but sudden death stuff is just like way better. It's yeah. so, so intense, but um, yeah, no, that was, it was pretty wild. Like you said, it was like almost like two one-on-one, right? It was like Messi and, and Mbappe yeah. just going, it's like, it didn't seem like really anybody else was on the field doing anything. It was um, so cool to watch. Out of all that, of like, the best, best part of all of it was the goalie fucking celebrating mm-hmm. after his stops, dude. I was fucking losing it. Like, I can't believe... Like, it's not even over, and he's just showboating the fucking... Sh- or, like, did you see him when he went to hand the ball out to the next guy kicking, and then he threw it off to the side to get another ball? I didn't see that. Got, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, the, like, the um, like the third kicker got up there. So, the first one, Mbappe hit one, made it. Then the second guy got up there. He stopped one. Mm-hmm. Then the next guy went to get up there, and he went to hand him the ball, and then he pulled it back, and he threw it off to the side to get in his head. <laughs> and he That's missed awesome. it. He got whiffed. He didn't even put it in the net. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't have gone in anyway. He didn't touch it. He just missed the net. And it, and uh, it was awesome the celebration and watching well, him fucking dance and shit was hilarious to me. Do you see when he got his trophy for like I think when winning like uh, Golden Gloves they call it for the best goalie of the tournament? You see him? He's like pretending he's like jacking off with his trophy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got that guy, the, the guy from Qatar, like the guys like staring at him like what the fuck. Yeah. Um, but the videos like the, the you're seeing now from Argentina like Rio oh de Janeiro is oh, is it Rio de Janeiro? No. No, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Buenos Aires is nuts. Yeah. Like they're saying like four or five million people on these roads. Like and the uh one of my favorite clips though was the the uh Arg- the Argentinian uh announcer mm-hmm. uh, announcing the final PK. And like I don't understand a word that he was saying, but like it's yeah. crazy. And the guy said it crying, like when he was yeah. announcing it, it was like so fucking cool. Cause like that's like it's I don't it's weird because like I you know, we love basketball and baseball, football, I love hockey. Kev does now too, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, I've never guy. like, I, <laughs> like, I don't think I would ever watch any, like of my favorite teams win anything and cry. Like, no, but like, th- th- that's how big like the world cup is. These like everybody in these countries, like people just like weep over. It's fucking nuts. I wonder what would happen in the United States if us won. Nothing like it would be so, I mean, it'd be awesome, but like nothing like when, it would be like stealing something from like these countries that like absolutely adore the sport, you know? 
so I, I, think, I root for the USA, obviously. Yeah. And like I'll watch them, but like it's on like the side. I'm not like paying attention to every every play, but like it's so much better when these other countries like they they they're so much more into it. Like it's their life. Um, I would never want to take that from them. Like it's a it's a fake sport to us in America. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Not a fake sport. I just we're fake fans. I think we're fake fans though because we're not good at it. Absolutely. Like, you, you, why would you want to cheer for a team that just fucking lets you down every single time, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's crazy to say, they've only been, the, the highest finish they ever had was, what, third place in 1930? Whoa. Like, they, the thing is, is like, and I don't know much about, about like, soccer. I really don't. But, like, <clears throat> I like listening to stuff and whatever, reading shit. And it's like, their best player is at Christian Pulisic. Yeah. And... He plays in the Premier League, but I guess he, like he's doesn't. It's not like he dominates the Premier League. He's like an average player over there. So mm-hmm. it's like you can't have your best player try to lead your country and be an average player in the arguably the best league in the world. Like you need like the that's a that's the issue I think with the U.S. is that like you go to the, some of these other countries, they have like three or four guys that are like are the top guys in their Premier League teams, whereas like the U.S. just doesn't that like, just doesn't happen. Like, yeah. and, 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 and a lot of that is too, I think, because of there are a lot more sports and a lot more opportunities um, for people to play other sports in the U S whereas like real, I, and I know it seems simple, but it's like soccer, you just need a fucking ball. Yeah. You can put cones up and it could be a net or a goal. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't need a ton of equipment to do it. So like, that's why I think like you look at all these like central South and American countries where they're, not the richest countries in the world, but they're so fucking nasty at soccer because they just, that's all they can afford is a ball to kick around. I could be throwing out a crazy number, but like, just like in any local main high school, right. There's probably like, there's probably like 30, 40 different, I don't know, maybe not, maybe 20 or 30 different sports you can play throughout the year. Right. Like something, something crazy, right. There's so many different sports, but like in any of these other countries, especially like in the, in South America, it's like they have one fucking sport and that's all they play. Yeah. They play that all year round. They can play it all year round because the weather's like nicer. So they can play it all year round. That's the only sport they play. So it's like if you made a rule in the United States where like you can't play basketball, you can't play football, it's like USA is going to win the World Cup every time. I just think yeah, USA no, has better athletes all the time. I think if you took like if right now, like, I agree with you. If you said for the next 30 years, the only sport Americans can play is soccer, we yeah. would eventually dominate the fucking right. World Cup. I think so. Because I do think the U.S. has the best athletes in the world. Like, yeah. top to bottom, depth-wise, I mean, you can go other countries, and they're obviously going to have, like, some top-end guys. But I think, like, top to bottom, yeah, I 100% agree with you. Like, if you let Tyreek Hill, you said, Tyreek Hill, you're only going to work on dribbling a fucking soccer ball for the next 10 years, like when he was younger. Like, Tyreek Hill would be the best soccer player in the world, probably. Because he's so he's fast. So fast. And he can jump like a motherfucker. He would just dominate, I feel like. Like, could you imagine but, a guy, like, as much as I, like, I hate him, but, like, could you imagine somebody like LeBron in net? Yeah. Like, how athletic and big, like, I, I just, like, you you look at guys like that and you're like, if that's all they did when they were kids, it was like, yeah, that's all he did. He was, like, goalie from the time he was, like, five years old. He'd be a goddamn machine, you would think. If you thought maybe the, I, maybe, the guy <laughs> was celebrating uh, the goalie, in the World Cup, imagine LeBron making those saves. 
Oh my god. LeBron, dude, Le- the guy LeBron would be walking around with his shirt off all day. LeBron would fit in in like soccer too, because like somebody would barely touch him and he'd just like fly oh all over the place. You think that fucking guy flops no, now? No. Could you imagine if he was on the on the pitch? Oh, holy so shit. It'd be so bad. Anyways, in four years, World Cup's coming to uh United States though, so yeah. It might maybe it'll be a little bit better. Maybe it'll be more. Uh, it's being played in U.S. Well, oh, the United States, yeah, United States, Mexico, and Canada are all sharing it. And, and then I invited. think the finals are in the U.S., right? I think so. But uh, I think show. I think Gillette's gonna have a couple games. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be spread out all over the. Sign yeah. me the up. Country. Yeah, I think it's going to be spread all out. So, Red, it, and they're inviting blue. they're inviting more teams, and then also whoever the host teams are, they get automatic bids, so that we know we know USA will definitely be in it. So, yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah be cool. that's yeah. the way it is all the time, right? No matter if the, whoever the host country is automatically gets into the World Cup. Yep, like yeah, Qatar or whatever you say Qatar, that was, yeah. they were trash. And they get into the round robin portion of it. They don't get into the. Right. Uh, the round Six, of 16, but they right. they get to the round robin. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how does what, that work, though? So it's North America, so it's just well, the U.S. It's automatically it's in it? No, or they're is inviting, it the U.S. got to bid? No. But they're playing. The, they're inviting more teams this year, this time, because they're, they're, it's three different host nations. So usually they oh, only so invite, Canada, like, Mexico, and the U.S. are all getting in. I think so. And, yeah, but okay, okay. Like they're they're inviting like 48 teams this time instead of only inviting like 32 or something like that. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, and one final thing I want to say is that like we talk about some other teams like like Cohen trying to like buy a championship with the Mets. Uh, PSG is parent Saint Germain. That's like they're in the French soccer league. Uh, okay. I don't know if you know this, but their roster, dude, they have Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar on their fucking <laughs> roster. So like talk about trying to fucking buy a championship. Holy shit, yeah. dude! And That's the reason unreal. the reason they have those three guys is because they are owned by a Saudi Saudi backed company. So that's the they fucking just, blood money for you. Oh, don't tell Fagola. He fucking hates that. Yeah. Hates what? When the Saudis fund people, like uh, live like, like live golf. So. Uh, the other thing I want to say, Cooper Flag names. Mm. Team USA Athlete of the Year, like um, like absurd. Uh, yep, youngest ever, I think it's right. Fucking cool, yeah. Both Michael Jordan, LeBron, other guys named on it. It's, huh. it's uh, the kid's a real deal. How's I haven't really paid too much attention. I mean, I've seen some clips, but what is he? Have you paid much attention to what he's doing this year, Shory? I've seen some like clips, like on Twitter and stuff from him, but I haven't like been watching and seen his stats now. But I do know that. Um, I think at first he wasn't even starting for them, and then and then now obviously he is. Um, but they're just so deep, and their like games that they play are absurd. Like they're playing like D one games like every day, which is really cool. So like it's like yeah, he might have just like six to ten points in a game sometimes, but you don't know who he's going against. Like he might be going against a kid who's three years old and fully committed to fucking Oklahoma or something. You know? Yeah. I think that obviously like no one's like uh, no one's questioning his decision to go down there. But I think the best thing about it is just being able to practice with his teammates every day. No doubt. Like think about practicing yeah. with his Nakoma's teammates every day. It's it's only him and his brother that would basically be able to like compete against each other. Right. And he's 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 a lot better than his brother. 
So like being down there in Montverde, like he's probably going against guys that are like the same skill as him. So yeah, yeah. So every single day. I just I just pulled up their stats. Um, so he actually leads the team in minutes played. He's the only person over 20 minutes on that team. Uh, he's averaging nine points. Uh, where am I at? This is not the nine points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, three blocks a game. So nothing like really eye popping, popping, but I mean, like they're obviously playing the best guys in the nation too. But, but if you look at it, like I'm look just look at the team, he's averaging nine points. The leading score on the team is 11.2. There's two really? guys at 11 mm. and he's nine. So it's not like there's some guy with like 35 or some shit like that. So, um, his brother's playing a little, his brother's averaging like five little over five minutes a game, nothing major, but he's getting some run too. So it's cool. It's really uh, cool. They're led by Liam McNeely, I believe his name is. If you, I've actually seen this kid because I had to, I like, I had to look like Twitter, like search him. He has like a mullet, dude. He's like a white kid with a mullet and just strokes threes, dude. I love it. Oh yeah. He's like, he's got to be like six eight, six nine, and he just strokes threes with like a mullet, dude. It's, he's actually pretty cool looking. It's funny. Yeah, he's. I, I'm looking at him right now. On the, I'm not on their page. Oh, he's six, really yeah, six seven, junior. Yep. Okay. The most absurd thing about Flag to me is that he's only a sophomore. Yeah, that's like, the crazy part. Because he, the team he was playing on the USA team wasn't like that an 18 year old yeah. or a 17 year old team. He was like two 17. years younger. Yeah, he was, I think he was 15 at the time, so he was two years younger than basically like everyone else I was playing. No, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's awesome. So. No doubt. No doubt. Right. You guys have anything else? I don't think so. I'm good, man. I was no, going to play a Christmas song, but I don't even have one, so. I was just gonna say, I hope everybody has a has a good Christmas and. Uh, good call. Yeah, you know? stay healthy. Merry Christmas and uh, God bless. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, peace. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah.